Frank Sinatra, you know, you, you know, just had a had a reach That's reach right into my soul. Yeah, yeah, you know, something fierce about it. Something, something sultry. Uh, guys, we're doing. Uh, uh, Frank Sinatra is getting under our skin uh, uh, again. We did an episode a, a while back, but uh, we're we're bringing and it, it back. Seems to have gotten under your it skin. Seems to have gotten under yes, the the listeners' skin as well um, as it has rapidly been climbing up in the listens all of a sudden in December for, for I, I can only I can only guess what it m- must be the snow uh, or something I don't know if there's a holiday coming up but um, fireplaces oh yeah. yes what is that, that I suppose it ho- is ho- ho- holiday. it is the holiday season it's uh, uh what was that Festivus? Yes, that's right. It is the, the Festivus, Festivus for the rest of us. It is the Festivus for the rest of us in this uh, holiday season. And, and first, um, we start with the feats of strength. <laughs> we have Treasure to start. Holes. We have to start with the feats of strength. Um, but uh, it's going to be a little harder over Zoom. Um, we'll figure it out, though. Uh, I, I should probably say what this podcast is and who we are. Uh, I am. Uh, this is. I am the Album Concept Hour, and this is Brad LeBaron. Um, <laughs> this is the Album Concept Hour, and I am your host, Brad LeBaron. Um, we are. Uh, uh, oh, and the, my my co-hosts. With the Mo hosts, I'm going to give it to both of you this time. We have Virtual John. What's going on, John? Oh, just checking in here, chilling. Literally, it's it's cold outside. It is real cold outside. <laughs> That's not on this album, but it is cold outside. Uh, what about you, uh, Virtual Dave? How's it going? Hanging in. Awesome. Welcome. Welcome. Mr. Tango in cash. Mr. Tango himself. And uh, then we have our uh, uh, MVG, I'm going to call him, the most, most valuable guest, Trevor Colden. Welcome back. The Altered Beast himself is back for our Frank Sinatra episode. By the way, I'm the feeling man who is... Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're looking great. Like, we've had you on, a, like, I think one other time since then, but, like... Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that was a still, uh, still wasn't a hundred percent at that point, but you know what? Feeling great right now. It's always good to see a hairless Trevor. Did you have to do any like therapy to like kind of come down from that experience at all? No, no. I just okay. what I do is I do what men like my father have been doing for years and years. Okay. And I just I, I push it down and I, I don't think about it anymore. Uh, so time, it's like, still ah! it's still kind of there, but it's just it, you've just forced it down yep. as far as you can. It's yep. below the surface. Cool, 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 every, cool. Every time, every time I start thinking about it, I just stop. Okay, okay. Yep. Well, um, PSA is... to kids out there, not the recommended course of action. Well, you know, there's a lot of moon talk in this album. I hope that's not going to trigger you. I don't know how. I mean, I know you're not exactly a werewolf, but it's no. Nope. Seems like again, a similar like camp. If, if I was starting to feel triggered, I would just shove it down. Okay, again, okay. Just as far as good call, good call. <laughs> Well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't too much for this episode. Um, we're doing Frank Sinatra once again. Um, we did in the wee small hours a while back, and uh, it got you know got some listens. You know, people people tuned in, 
But uh, all of a sudden, December rolls in, and and everybody starts listening to this episode. So I don't I'm know. I don't know what it is about it, but uh, you know, Frank, Frank must have been a Festivus fan or something. Diamond in the rough. Yeah. Well, yeah. It is Festivus for the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. It's right in the name. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, since it's the the holiday season, you know exactly what that means, and that's pitting two beloved albums and bands against one another. So right now we have, you know, we, we have Pink Floyd Animals has been our top uh, uh, listened to episode. And uh, Frank Sinatra is, is really is coming up. It's neck and neck, guys. It's like it's like 10 listens less than uh, than the, uh, the the Pink Floyd episode. So I'm just going to say right now, this isn't a this isn't a Pink Floyd episode necessarily. But like, you know, if you want to cast Royale. if you want to cast your vote to, to Pink Floyd Animals and, and stop it from being, you know, knocked off of its pedestal like you know this is your only chance all right um so so it's a war between pink floyd and frank sinatra and only one can win it's kind of a highlander situation um but today we're doing songs for swinging lovers what'd you say what was that only one one. oh man um but there's only yeah there there is only one and uh, uh, they will uh, stand atop the mountain of uh, greatest episodes. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're doing Frank Sinatra. Um, it is the kind of sequel to uh, In the Wee Small Hours. It's the, the next uh, album that came out. Um, that was a, a regular album. And uh, it's... It's really funny that it kind of worked out that way because we did yeah. not plan that. No, no, we didn't. <laughs> Dave actually just uh, just suggested this uh, in uh, my two favorite Sinatras. So, yeah, I mean, there it, it is a sweet spot of Sinatra's career for sure. The beginning of his Capitol years, I think. Yeah. Um, I think this was his fourth album through Capitol. Yeah, yeah, because there was I think so in the wee small hours, and then there was two in between that were like collections, I think, but not like actual sure. album albums. And then this. So this is the second, um, you know, full length, uh, you know, concept album, which was somewhat new um, because of, of course, in the wee small hours was one of the first uh, documented concept albums. So, and I believe these are also all covers too. Yeah, yeah, and I think that there may have been covers in the last one as well, but uh, we didn't really talk about that a whole lot. Um, that's one thing I want to mention this time around is that one thing I didn't kind of consider is like with the, you know, the way they were, you know, recording music back then, a majority of what you recorded was a cover or was written by someone else. So like these are, yes, these are Frank Sinatra tunes and they have his like flavor to them and they're like, you know, near and dear to his heart. But like, it's not like the modern sense of, um, you know, when you think of a band or something like Modern pop people still do this, but like when you generally think of like a band that you're hearing, you're not thinking that it's written by someone else. Um, so yeah, especially the way he sells it, you know, yeah, just like Elvis. Elvis didn't write a single song, he just knew how to sell it. Well, yeah, and he met um, this guy Nelson Riddle, who who also um, was the composer for In the Wee Small Hours, 
and uh, really got his uh, vibe really well. Like the first time they kind of played together, he was like, that's my guy. So, um, and they worked really, 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 really well together. Yeah. This is the, this is kind of like the I beginning like of their era. Fit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And it was someone that Frank Sinatra respected a lot before they met. And, uh, yeah, it just worked perfectly. Um, um no, but, uh, before, before we roll into this, though, yeah, I would Johnny like to Boy, say what's as up? Well that, uh, that, uh, this is kind of coming full circle for me as well because it's like, Trevor down here, he was the he, he was one of the reasons I really kind of got into listening to Sinatra as a hobby. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that. And that was kind of why I was looking that stuff up in the first place when yeah. we were first doing this. Yeah. And that's how we came across that in the wee small hours is technically like the first recorded. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and uh, now it's really cool because Trevor gets to be on the next album. For Sinatra, which happens to be the album after in the Wee Small Hours, kind of like full circle kind of stuff. Coming yeah, through. yeah, Trevor, because yeah, Trevor, you uh, talked about it in the I think your first episode on that, like you know, you were always a big fan of the crooners and stuff. For sure, and I yeah. mean Frank Sinatra, how can you beat him? He's a classic. Um, yeah, 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 uh, an innovator as well. You know, um, yep, for sure. Yeah, he's. As we were talking- as we were talking about earlier, possibly the first fuckboy ever. Possibly original fuckboy. Um, or the inventor of BDE. <laughs> could could be the or, or originator of BDE. Um, it definitely came sometime after World War II. Um, so, somewhere around there. Somewhere around, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 1940 and like 1970. By 1970, the the BDE had reached such a a level that it was uh, it reached almost a climax, um, if you will. If you will, you know, yes. a, a tip or a point. A if, point, yeah, a if, tip, yeah, sure. tip or point, however you want to, yeah. Um, and uh, but yeah, he he, there's definitely like the last album we joked about it a lot. Uh, uh, how you know. There's some songs that are like really aged and like you know mildly sexist, but in that kind of old, uh, just old school way. Because you know, there's kind of no avoiding that when you listen to albums from different time periods. Um, but uh, yeah, this one I think is a little more, a um, little less like you know. Obviously, it's not down in the dumps. It's not about uh, you know being broken up with and being all sad because of that. And uh, some of the kind of bitterness that comes with that. This is definitely more like, hey, oh, love, is, love is great. This is the opposite love is fun. of Let's in do the this. Wee Small Hours. This is much more on the upbeat yes. side. Oh, yeah. Yes, this is about as different as it can be from In the Wee Small Hours. Actually, you want to play the first track to kind of get the, the feel oh, for people? It. This is uh, You Make Me Feel So Young, and you'll know exactly what we mean. And I are just like a couple of tots Running across a meadow Picking up lots of forget-me-nots You make me feel so young There it is. You make me feel like spring has sprung I feel like I know more of these tracks than... um, than the last album. Yes. I feel like my mom maybe jammed on this album uh, at some point. Oh, I mean, or it influenced a lot of music as we know it, because again, this is all, this 
all covers, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I will you say know, like old staples and yeah, I will say though standards. It he he does somehow find covers that have moon references, or he alters the covers to have a moon reference or something about the stars. But like the last album, I was talking about that a lot, and like this album, he's he talks about the moon at least like five times in this album. Well, and this is before even "Fly Me to the Moon," I think. So like. Well, and I don't know if that was a theme because I was listening to Duke Ellington the other day. Uh, I came across a song called Moon Maiden. And I mean, I don't know if that was just a common thing, but. I don't know. We're just out there staring at them. Well, I wonder haven't if. gone to the moon yet. People are obsessed with the moon. Yeah. Well, you know, there was actually. I think there was a, a lot of like Martian and Moonanite uh, uh, stuff in sci fi back then. Were like, don't get me started on the moon. Yeah, well, I was gonna. I'm just saying, like, I, I have a theory about Sinatra, and I, I think that he might be he, he might be closer to the moon than we think, guys. I think fly me, fly me to the moon might be literal. All right, that's all I'm saying. All right, it's a it's well, a it was a desperate plea. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is uh, <laughs> this is uh, you make me feel so young. It really starts off in a nice, warm, uh, bright way. And uh, immediately telling you this is a different album than in the wee small hours, so yeah, he's got more of a pep in his step. He does. He does have a pep in his like, step. Just a wee. Like he's obviously like already involved with someone, and he's like, ah, oh, this is nice. I'm enjoying this, and you know, not a care in the world. You know, the honeymoon phase, if you will. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Make me feel lighter than air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it, this is like kind of what most people know Sinatra for is this more of this vibe, that um, giddy kind of early, yeah. early stage feeling. Yeah, I think that's what I mostly know him for. Like, I feel like this is the kind of stuff I would see in like random. I think they used to do these like big TV special things that were like. All the different crooners like coming together for like one thing and yeah. Time watch special. Yeah, my mom watched a lot of that kind of stuff. So I saw a lot of really old school crooner crossover shit. You what know. was the SNL one? The Robert Goulet's Christmas. Robert Goulet. Big Papa. I love it when you call me Big Papa. <laughs> nice. Was a good one. That was a great skit, to be 100%. Yeah, yeah. He's out in the woods. It <laughs> is. For backrack territory. Well, like, because crooners do, like, take themselves very seriously, you know? Like, they're so, like, serious about romance and love, you know? Like, it, uh, I could, yeah, I could see like people of that age. They're like, "Oh man, this ship, this, this is the ship my parents listen to." <laughs> I mean, I get what they're saying, man, but you got to say it with a little more feeling, like this, you know. You're like, ah. Yeah. I was just, um, th- there is a track in here <laughs> that was also used in the Marx Brothers film Monkey Business. So uh, I tried to find the clip for it, but I couldn't. But um, yeah, this is this is stuff that's from a lot of this is from the twenties. Like, um, I noticed, um, you know, so this one's Matt Gordon and, uh, Yosef Myro, who I don't, Yosef. I don't know specifically who those people are, 
but they look like they're from the 20s. <laughs> they look like gen- generic 20s gangsters or something. They look haggard. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he, you know, he's, I think he's taking all of his maybe favorite love tunes and like kind of throwing them together to put this story together, you know, but yeah. Um, have we talked about the lyrics at all? Oh, he talks about the moon. He wants to go and bounce the moon. I mean, this song's pretty self-explanatory to be fair. Yeah, I was about to say, there's not, I think we learned last time with Sinatra, there's not too much, uh, uh, digging you have to do he's pretty straightforward yeah yeah he makes you feel you make him feel young and he's got a spring in his step even when he's old and gray you know he's gonna feel like he does now because she makes him feel young but uh where did it where did it start you know where did this where did this begin where did it happen in monterey maybe it happened in monterey is the next track that's why i feel like that's where it started that I left in old Monterey. Yeah, yeah. What a great ending. Yeah, that one sounds like nice it could be in like a, a Disney film again. I think we mentioned that. You know, I, I'll film. tell you. Listening to a lot of this stuff really makes you think of like those sixties, you know, forties to sixties Disney films. Yeah, definitely. They use a lot of that big band music and those merry tunes. Mm-hmm. And there's every now and again someone would just break out into a musical number for no reason. Even if it wasn't a musical. No reason. There was always a reason. There was always a reason, sorry, sorry. Brad. I'm so always. sorry. I am so sorry, guys. Um for for, for reasons yet Either to be explained. Baking a cake. <laughs> the, the the whole song needs we need a song for this entire process. Yes. <laughs> when they made the dress. Yeah. You know, they they need these songs. Yeah, yeah. They need something. Wishing upon a star needs a song, Brad. Oh man. That movie was messed up though. Pinocchio? Yeah, it was. Ooh, it's <laughs> I don't even know. Underage drinking thing. Yeah, I, I just asses. I mean donkeys. I just remember like just just very negative vibes coming from that film when I was a kid. Oh yeah, being that the holidays are coming up, what's your guys's favorite like Christmas movie? Huh? Favorite Christmas dun, dun, movie? Dun, 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 spring. Favorite Interesting. Christmas. Let me think. Any? Uh, hold on. Anybody got an answer off the bat? I don't have one right now. Uh, I got two. I can't. I can't pick one, but I got two. Gremlins. All right, oh, <laughs> Gremlins. You you I got would. two. Controversial. What about you, uh, Trevor? What are your two? I got Die Hard and Scrooged. Yep, yep, yep. Ooh, Scrooged. Yeah, I saw that actually for the first time a couple years back. Bill Murray, are you kidding me? Amazing. Yeah. It's a Wonderful Life and um, A Muppet's Christmas Carol. Good mm, picks. Man. There you go. There you go. So, Otter's Jug Band. I think was, oh, it, it was oh, my Christmas was uh, one I grew up with. Band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two more I grew up as a kid. One was just called Santa Claus, and another one was called The Night They Saved Christmas. I remember watching those like every year when I was like a child. So those were like, Christmas picks for me. Were those uh, claymation type things? Nope. 
Okay, those were those. Okay, okay. No, oh, the, the claymation one where they saved Christmas though is one of my favorites. Yeah, what? got the yeah. Miser Brothers. Miser. The, the I'm Mister Heat Miser. I'm Mister Sun. Heat Miser and Snow Miser. Obviously, yeah, love that movie. Well, and it's a continuation of the first Santa Claus movie with the claymation, where he became Santa Claus. God, Rudolph. Rudolph is like number three. The animated Frosty. Awesome. I'll have to yeah. say, and I'm going to have to say Home Alone 2, but just subtract oh. that uh, Trump oh, scene altogether. Trump. Yeah, I just want to, that to be just taken out forever if that's possible. Uh, Disney. Alone, Disney, if you're listening to me, Disney, can you please just cut that out so we can enjoy that film? That's right. Disney um, owns that. And then. They own 20th Century <laughs> Fox. Yeah, I just want to enjoy Home Alone 2 without being, uh, uh, you know, reminded of the times at all. Um, and then uh, I would have to say um, <laughs> Star Wars Holiday Special and boy. Iron Man 3. <laughs> Iron Man 3? Iron right. Man 3 right. is a Christmas film. Sure. I just realized oh. that when I watched it right. recently, but it is a Christmas you. film. It's okay. I get it because I <laughs> die hard. That's one of my favorites, man. Apparently, I don't remember the director, but apparently that director is just notorious for making only Christmas-centered like is, is it John Favreau? No, no. Uh the third the third uh uh Iron Man was a, a popular director that he knew. Um hold on, I'm just gonna find it right now. Um uh why don't you tell me the director Wikipedia? Why am I on Wikipedia? <laughs> uh, Shane Black. Wikipedia knows Shane all, Brad. Black. Shane Black apparently has a ridiculous amount of uh, uh, Christmas films, uh, Iron Man three included. So apparently, yeah. The, if you wanna, if you wanna just go on a Shane Black kick, uh, there is a bunch of Christmas movies for you. That's pretty fucking dope. But yeah, well, there you go. I guess that's been uh, our uh, what are our favorite Christmas movies? Uh, Q song. Holiday films, snow bells, sleigh bells, glitter, glitter, glitter. You definitely have to get something in there. Cut out all of our. It's a morning. Throw in some sleigh bells or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Tingle into. Ring ting, Just ting, don't ting, play ting. Baby It's Cold Outside. No, that is not on this album, guys. Holiday films. And you won't be hearing it. That's how you end a podcast. It's not that real. Yeah, completely. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, this song, he met her in Anyways. paradise. And he met her in Monterey. And uh, and she, he's, you know, it's just, he, he it's a nice, uh, nice vacation song. And then he brought her back home with him, I think. Or, or he's just swinging, what? or he's swinging to another lady. Who knows? I don't know in this album. What are they doing? What? What are they doing? Oh, they're swinging around. You know, they can't really be Monterey. It's Monterey in the fifties. They can't really be very uh, 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 like right before the 60s. explicit about what their actions are at this time. So, um, yeah, you can put it just hanging out. You're this a is best gal. This is adult. best gal. They're reading the Bible. I got yeah, it, guys. Yes, exactly. You know, it's everybody. You're stopping in churches. Um, you don't have is... to spell it out for me. I got it. 
<laughs> You'll understand when you're older. Um, this sure, is You're sure. Getting to Be a Habit with Me. It's the next track about his new bow. What? Thank you. Have you every day as regularly as coffee or tea? You've got me in your clutches and I can't get free. You're getting to be a habit with me. You're getting. So I was expecting some kind of nun puns when it came to this song. Uh, and, uh, there was not. But... Just go watch Sister Act and you'll be all right. No yeah, yeah, yeah. No nun pun for you. No nun pun for me. Um, but yeah, this is uh, this is kind of foreshadowing this t- song um, to a later song uh, by the name of uh, Making Whoopie that you have to look forward to. Um, I feel like because he talks about in that clip we picked, he talks about like her getting him in his clutches and how he's like falling into this habit, you know, which pays off. It's, uh, it's, it's a real continuation of the relationship, you know. Yeah. They're seeing each other now enough. Exactly. That he misses her. This when is she's gone. He misses her. Yeah, yeah. You know? They've gone from like uh, uh, it's complicated to like um, being exclusive, maybe. Ah, uh, I kind of like that. I kind of like They're that. Going person, steady, you know? huh? Going steady. Yeah, he, that's the word I'm looking for. They're going he steady. Gave her, he gave her his ring. He gave her his high school jacket. All that good <laughs> nonsense. Right, pin involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all those all those swell yeah. things. Made out under the bleachers. Mm. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, can we do grease sometime? Can we do grease sometime? I want to do grease sometime. Oh, my God. I, I mean, sure. <laughs> Let's yes, welcome, you're welcome to it. Yes. Bonus episode, maybe. <laughs> I guess, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll put that on the. We'll put that on the list. <laughs> the original High School Musical. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's true. Anyways, um, <laughs> but yeah, this one, it's uh, you know, he's he's you know using the imagery like uh, I'm addicted to your charms, you know, like. He's he, he it's getting to be a a regular part of his life regular as like coffee or tea, um. Gotta have that morning cup of coffee. Right, he Trevor? must have her regularly. What? What's about that? I don't so know. You gotta, you gotta have that morning cup of coffee, right, Trevor? I don't know anything about that. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. But I think they're just talking about like holding hands or something, you know, like just kind of skipping that. through the park. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Uh, uh, nothing under the sheets, you know. They're not married. Well, you know, Nothing and I mean, scandals. that's just, no, they're that's still wholesome. sleeping in separate beds, kids. Yeah, that's yeah, wholesome fun. Yeah, that's just some wholesome fun. Yeah, yeah, that's what all this music was about. Was is just good wholesome fun. Wholesomeness. I mean, you know, yeah. Again, all above the belt, and you know, Christianity. Yeah, yeah. On the cover, they're not. No movies for you. They're not even actually kissing. They're just they're just hugging on the cover. You know what I mean? So who knows? Um, he is not feeling her butt. I promise. <laughs> All right, this is uh, uh, the, we have another track for you guys, and this one was actually featured in a Mars Brothers film. Um, well, at, from the, the the earlier version of it, this is uh, you brought a new kind of love to me. That underneath it all, you're amazed. And I am only a man I would work and slave My whole life through If I could hurry home 
Yeah, he's he's getting even more comfortable in this one. You know? He's like, you know, I like I like how this really uh this really talks about like old dynamics too, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like I would work and slave my whole day through. He's about to wipe Disney Plus shit. He's Disney Plus just just attacked my system, guys. Did you hear that? Oh no. They tried to do some viral advertising on us. I do declare, what is Disney doing? I don't I can't even mm. Just because I've been watching The Mandalorian, you know, it doesn't give you any right to jump into my podcast. Oh, goddamn. Is that, honestly, is, is The Mandalorian worth it? Because I've been considering just getting Disney Plus just because of that. It's Let me ask you a question. For season two. Let me ask you a question. Have you seen The Clone Wars? Uh, yes. A long time ago, but I did watch The Clone Wars from start. Yes. Yes, I did. Then I have one word for you. Ahsoka. Ahsoka lives. That's all I'll say. But you should watch The Mandalorian. It's, it's really good. Okay. All right. Fucking A, man. Okay. You like spaghetti westerns? Yes. It's a western. Yes. It's, it's a, yeah. It is legitimately all a western. West, westerns are spaghetti. Westerns are the best. They're, yeah. Hands down. This is a space spaghetti western with They're all the bit. all the weird Star Wars creeps you like to look at. Um, <laughs> I do like the Star Wars creeps. Man. I wish that Disney, the overlords that Disney didn't own at all, but like, you know, whatever. What are you the overlords that Disney own everything, anyways? At some point, they'll own everything and they'll be all right. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 they got senses. into this podcast. Like, they, they're yeah. spreading their, their tendrils, like, like creeping hydrogen. everything. Yeah, yeah. Go away, Disney. <laughs> Go away. Hold on. Hold Go on. Away. Hold on. Be careful. But you got to be careful. I was about to say that uh, the, the season finale of Mandalorian is not out yet, so I got to be a little careful. I love you, Disney. <laughs> Keep making stuff that makes me cry, you bastards. I mean, I love you, Disney. I mean, Disney, it wouldn't be the worst if you picked up certain podcasts, I mean, in your free time other than just networks. But, I mean, do what you we want. I love you, Disney. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Um, Soul looks like a really good movie, though, actually. Seriously. Yeah, man. Like, really. Solo? Disney. Keep, keep. Soul. Soul. S-O-U-L. Oh, oh, it's like their new film. It looks like about the whole reincarnation yeah. process. Mm-hmm. Pixar is just—I love you, Pixar. All right, Disney, you, you better films. Disney, Anyways. you better pay us for the last three minutes. I swear to God, you guys got the money. <laughs> Wait, hold um, on, please. On that plus side, please pay us and don't send your lawyers. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you. Well, I mean, I think you it just, I think it, it only said Disney Plus. I think we'll please. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so back to the song. Um, he's uh, he's he's uh, talking about the his dreams again in this song, kind of like in the the last album. Talked about sleeping and having interesting experiences at, at, in his dreams. You guys remember? Those are yeah. member. Yeah. 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 Um, you remember? Yeah, you remember? Um, you remember? Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's uh, um, he's really, really falling for her. I think this is like I think the most. Uh, uh, no, he is he is imagining the fifties dream. He wants yeah. to marry her. Yeah, he's and he's go to work he wants to be the home. slave to and her his queen. So he wants to like literally like do the nine to five and like you know toil away to pay for the whatever and bring home the bread. The, bring home the bread. The, you and, know and the white picket fence. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then the milkman and you know like that that fifties life. 
weekend barbecues. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Fucking barbecues are awesome. Oh, God damn it. Barbecues. Fucking barbecues. Well, it's winter now, so I guess barbecues are done anyway. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I get it. Still putting some fucking brats on the fucking grill or something like that. I mean, some some brattes. Grilled every month of the year. Just shovel yeah. a path to your grill and you're fine. Yeah, that's it, true. honestly, that's true. I agree with that because I mean, have you ever had like? Have it's you ever so cold out here, you know. Beer can chicken here, in the know. middle of winter. It's amazing. It's even better than it is in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Good old beer can. You chicken. appreciate it. You appreciate it more. Yeah, you really do. You worked harder for it. Yeah, it's too marvelous for words, even. Yep, it is. Very, very to ever be in Webster's Dictionary and so I'm borrowing a love song from the bird Speaking of Disney and Marvel and all that, I think that this song should be used for a Marvel song, by the way. it's It says Marvelous and I think, you know, any song that has Marvel in it they should just Ms. look Marvel? at at least. Yes, yes. The Marvel movie of Miss Marvel, the Marvelous, the two Marvels for Yeah, ones. and I mean the Marvelettes too. You know, like I don't know why they haven't used more Marvelettes, except for the one on you know Captain Marvel. Um, but yeah, I, I think they should use this for the Fantastic Four movie. That's all. I, I'm just you know because gonna... the old '80s one or '90s. Or no, 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 no. Whenever they get to the new one. Where uh, the the Fantastic Four family from the '60s gets caught in some kind of time warp and like ejects back in the MCU now, that's my my pitch at least. Um, still be current scientists and have the whole thing happen with the gamma rays again in a way. I, I want them. I want them to be '50s Fantastic Four. I want them to be just old school Fantastic Four, just plugged into now. That's what I want. Got their Frank Sinatra LPs on the rocket rocket ship. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, I, I think that it would work. Uh, yeah, hire me at me at me Disney. All right, just let, let, let me know what's going on. Hey, Disney, I'll do anything you want. I mean, uh, you know, you got the actually. You're right. I'll do anything you Dave's want. Right. Uh, not anything, but <laughs> seriously, huh? Disney could be 100. percent I don't want anything from you. Did I you just say anything? Part of That's it. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. I don't want, I, I don't think I'll do anything for Disney. Uh, I don't want anything to do with Disney. I, I just, just want to be a part of Deadpool. I just want to watch the things. Um, but yeah, no. hey, he, they, he mentions a real, like a relic in here. Um, I don't know if people have heard of this, but it's, uh, called Webster's Dictionary. You guys familiar, what? familiar with what, this? What is, what is this that? Webster's Dictionary? Man. I know. It's, I remember uh, those things. It's kind of like a uh, a Wikipedia on paper, or not Wikipedia? Is that kind of like a, a more, physical, more like a dictionary.com, but in paper Wait form. Wait a second! Wait a second! You're telling me I have to take a book out and read? You flip, <laughs> You're you flip crazy. to the, you now, flip to the Brad, page. Is that similar to a thesaurus? It's similar, but it's not Webster's. What kind of dinosaur is a thesaurus? There's probably a Webster's thesaurus. Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> oh, so they're from uh, oh, they're from across the pond then. Okay. Um, Wait, so you're talking like my my cousin's pond down the road? Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're talking about botanicals, like bills. 
Uh, yes. Like I know the, a lot like of women ocean. that like botanicals. Like the ocean? <laughs> Wait, I thought that was plankton that's in the ocean. <laughs> We're getting further and further away. Um, and we'll back to Frank Sinatra sometime. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that he, I do like that he mentions Webster's Dictionary, though. It's, it's, uh... I haven't thought about Webster's Dictionary in a while since I'm not in school, and that's not like the main dictionary anymore. Since, since my but, phone is my dictionary, but for <laughs> the internet is the dictionary yeah, now. For a couple hundred years, it was Webster's Dictionary. It wasn't Dictionary.com. <laughs> I know that might sound insane, but um, but yeah, he's he's saying like you're much too. He doesn't even know how to describe his his love for her. He, she's very very. Uh, like he's he's you know struggling to actually formulate more words besides just marvelous, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's a nice little little fun. Hey, he's really falling for this chick. He's, yeah, he's, he's really feeling it. yeah, he's really feeling it. He's feeling the love. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, next though, we have another uh, uh, moon song, which is my favorite of Frank Sinatra's tunes when he's talking about the moon. This is Old Devil Moon. Can't hold a candle to your razzle-dazzle, you got me flying high and wide on a magic carpet ride. And this song reminds me of like this is like the fourth take. He's got like a he's gone through three glasses. He's got his fourth. He's like, ah, how about razzle dazzle? It's like and just like just working his way through the song. Like, yeah, cold, dark room. Yeah, it is very like it is. It could you could see like a yeah dark room, like a little bit like smoke haze, you know, throughout the 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 building. Filled ashtray. Everyone's just like snapping their finger, like really chill, like you know, like. Yeah, yeah. This is like I, definitely I one like, of the first that like got me. I just think the idea of the candlelit room with the slow jazz running through with like, you know, the smoke wafts as you can yeah. see just layered throughout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This would be a nice time. This would be great to see live. Like it's very like I know like everyone we haven't talked about up. Yeah, right. Yeah, everyone dressed up in in their Sunday suits. Um but yeah, this is um, we haven't talked about it yet a whole lot, but this is a, a swing album. So um, if you're not familiar with swing, um, the kind of idea behind it is like if you're familiar with music, like you know, you have your your you know one, two, three, four in a measure, and then at the end of a measure in swing, they're like already getting on to the next measure so it's like the reason it kind of sounds so smooth and like relaxed is because like it's literally like jumping into each next section like it's part of you know not a different section to be a hundred percent i thought i was about fucking some other dude's wife that i think came around in like okay because like from the 60s or 70s maybe but it was well, and, and probably it also referred to maybe the dancing. Well, I don't know if dancing was involved with this. I really don't know. Some kind of dancing. But, but as far dancing. as the musical description of swing, that's what it is. It is like, it is literally... Song structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you, one thing you got to remember with, with this whole Sinatra album thing is that he's not really doing any, like, you know, songs that he wrote. 
Yeah, so, yeah. These are songs that are know, near it, to his he's heart. He's kind of adapting these songs for a movie. Sure. So these songs could very well mean something else from their source material. But he's yeah. taking these songs to adapt to his own story that he's making for yeah. the album. I feel like and I feel like this is like his um um like he's in love and everything, but like he's starting to maybe uh, uh see the other side of that. Like I mean he's saying like you got me flying high on a magic carpet ride and everything. But mm. he is mentioning that devil moon in your eyes, and it does, it almost, it, it doesn't seem like it's necessarily, it seems a little sinister, maybe. You know, there's like a little, like, kind of coolness to this song. I don't know. That maybe what I just got out of it. But, what well, do you guys think? I like the whole cool, it's really a whole cool progression. You yeah, know, for the relationship, you know. Yeah, yeah. They really, they really pick their songs out well for the for the way that they're trying to yeah. portray everything here. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, just like he says, just when I think I'm free as a dove, old devil moon deep in your eyes blinds me with love. So it seems like it's like he loves it. He he's like he's still like love into life. it. Yeah, yeah. He's still He's into the devil it. Moon and he goes, I'm going to face you. I'm I keep... was out, but they pulled me back in. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Because, yeah, as you will see, as you will hear in Making Whoopi, he doesn't have the uh, most positive idea about uh, uh, committed relationships. <laughs> but I'll uh, tell you right now, it's like he's looking up at that old devil moon and it starts raining pennies from heaven. That's true. Oh. Hell yeah, instrumental. We had to get at least one instrumental in here. Well, you know, when you think about, you know, Sinatra... It really is about the instrumental as well. You know, he's got that full orchestra behind him. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, that is, uh, uh, I know we mentioned it before, but that is Nelson Riddle is the person that's uh, composing um, all of these together. And he really had a similar style to Sinatra, so they just clicked. Um, but yeah, this one, uh, I think this one's kind of funny, though, because it's Penny's. From heaven where it's like i feel like if it were to you know they were to account for inflation this might be dollars from heaven or something today it would be yes because back then pennies from heaven meant yeah. something you I, could I spend a penny on something yeah because i think this is meant to be like a optimistic song you know what i mean like regardless of what happens you'll find pennies on the ground every now and again yeah but i mean i'm like so like on that flip side i mean Finding a penny is also supposed to be good luck, too. Oh, yeah, if it's heads up. Find yeah. a penny, pick it up, and all day you should have good luck. But it's yeah. it's just if it's heads up, though, right? Yeah, those are loose rules, but yeah, that's Are you going to split hairs on a wives' I mean, tail? I have never, <laughs> I have never <laughs> not picked a penny up because it wasn't heads up, but that's what I heard when I was growing up, was that the, that... 
It, it has you, to be heads up for really the luck gonna... to be uh, uh, legitimate, I guess. Are we really like we might all be in the matrix? Are we really like splitting hairs over whether like heads up or tails hey, is going to be the? I'm just saying, hey, the, Trevor. That's how I was you raised. Know, <laughs> you know who never did split hairs on picking up a couple extra coins? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I don't. Well, I don't so always pick up. I will be honest. I don't always pick up pennies these days. I mean, I know. Like sure. it's it's just there's just so I don't know there's it takes too many of them to make something important. Don't walk in more. Yeah, and they're heavy too. You find more. You get a hundred pennies. That's it's fucking. It's a buck. That's and it's like a, a pound or something. You yeah, know? or you or you have <laughs> a hey, back then you for the buck you could buy a a, a Big Mac and some fries with a drink. Or yeah, you have you a know. sweet street weapon that'll protect you. I mean with. Old fists right here. You got fucking 50 cents and 50 cents per fist. That's a good point. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Um, and that's clearly right what there. Frank Sinatra is talking about in his metaphor about these uh, occasional downpours and uh, you know, bad times and setbacks. He's when talking about you, when life gives you lemons, sh- cram them down some guy's throat till he sees yellow. When 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 life gives you a fistful of pennies, uh, uh, beat someone up for more pennies. I think <laughs> is what he's trying to say. Because that's the only way you're going to survive. <laughs> this is a very One... brutal song. I don't know if anyone is really picking up on that, but it's it's supposed to be a a uh, song about brutality on the streets. Mine. We're really, we're really taking the wrong message out of this. People. I don't think we are. I don't think we are. Hey, you know, sometimes there's dark clouds, and just remember, uh, trade know. them for trade them for a package of sunshine and flowers, guys. Yeah. If you want the things you love, you've got to have showers. You know, I I got confused yeah, by the I got I got confused by that line too because I I thought he was saying like a package of. And then I couldn't understand what he said, so I thought he was saying like a package of like Joe, and I was like, "Wait, like, like a package of Joe, like coffee?" Coffee? Yeah, I was very confused until I, lo- I looked at the lyrics for this hey. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my ears are are slightly broken from the years of speaker use. Um, yeah, we all have our things. Yeah, have yeah. Our but. Um, yeah, yeah, this is a uh, you know, nice, nice little love tune. Another nice little love tune from the Sinatra man. Um, oh. But it's a. Uh, but it's, you know, uh, it really, it really makes you think that this love might be here to stay. Yeah. May just be passing fancies, and in time may go. But oh my dear. Our love is here to stay. Our love is here to stay. Frank Sinatra, uh, you are listening that's, that's, to Life Music. 100 years of swing. <laughs> you guys remember those Life Music commercials? Yeah. I remember. The, I remember seeing like I would see those commercials of Life Music, and I would you know since I was like young and a little shit, I was just like, eh, where the fuck? What is this? This is boring. But now when I see those kinds of things, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a nice collection. There's a lot of good tunes in there. Yeah, this is yeah, a, that's a nice collection they're talking about right there. I should maybe call them up for 15 payments of 9.99. Robert Goulet sounds like a great deal. 15 <laughs> easy installments. 
Oh, man. Yeah. 15 easy installments of four ninety nine. And one always, difficult one. It would always be like people that were like famous like 30 years ago or something. You know? Liza were, Minnelli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, yeah, yeah. Talking about yeah. it, trying to sell it to you. Time Life made a killing. They bought up all the cheap music and they sold it in these compilations and yeah. they oversold it. Time Life is Beautiful forever. Thing. You know what I mean? Capitalism at its best, ladies Time gentlemen. Life is forever. Like, you know, the Rockies may crumble, Gibraltar may tumble, but Time Life is here to stay. <laughs> Time Life is not nowhere. made out of clay. It's not made out of clay, which apparently is some bullshit material, according to Sinatra. He's just like. <laughs> You know what? That open. Those mountains are made of clay, dude. They're just gonna fall apart. You Isn't know, about it. they're not that great. The rain on that just melts right down. I don't <laughs> think he really. I don't think he necessarily knows what mountains are made of, though. But by the you know, way, he, I, I, he didn't write this though. This was this was actually written also, by. It doesn't say on Genius. I but, also don't know enough about mountains to argue with him, though. That's true. I, I I'm not a geologist either. I just think that there's different compositions, maybe. But clay rhymes. Both the Gershwins, Georgian era. According to uh, according to uh, American Dad, geologists are hot. But that's just story of American Dad. <laughs> what was that you said, Anyways. Dave? What were you saying, Dave, before that? Oh, it was written by uh, the Gershwin brothers, Georgian era. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Nice. And he actually brings them back later into another track or another song. I think he he mentions. Does he mention them later? And from, uh, one of the songs mentions listen to like music by okay. them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think he mentioned that and mentions it in the the final track on this. But um, yeah, this is a um, uh, in this one it's like you know pretty much a, a general idea of like oh this is steadfast love and uh, you know I'm here to stay and. Yeah, it's all going to work out. Let's get married. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're uh, getting You know, you know what? what? This is probably the peak of their relationship, if I'm looking at the track list. You know what I mean? Because the next you track... Know, I, I... Sorry, what, John? I still think that this is where uh, Brian Griffin stole uh, Two Passing Fancies. From his, uh... If you ever watched Family Guy, he had a whole thing where he had a yeah. whole play... Yeah, yeah. Called passing fancies. Yeah, yeah. And he loves that. Sinatra, so it makes sense. I think that's where he got the idea from. Yeah. Um, oh, and we will talk about that actually a little bit in a different track. Don't let me for, don't let me forget about the Family Guy reference. Um, but uh, hey, Brad, don't forget about the Family Guy reference. Oh, thanks, Trevor. Appreciate that. Um, but uh, before we get into the track that uh, everyone loves, Under My Skin, um, which you heard a little bit at the beginning, I think that we should take a little break because we're about halfway through the album. And then we Ooh. can uh, get back and do the last seven. How's that sound, guys? Sounds, Sounds like sure. plants, Dan. All right. Well, uh, we will be back with the album concept hour. Whatever. And Griffin. And we're from the band Woodkick. Howdy. And you're listening to the album concept hour. Welcome back to the album concept hour, everybody. And uh, I know that I told you guys all before the break that uh, we were going to get into uh, uh, that, that killer Frank Sinatra track, Under My Skin. But I lied. We're doing What Is Dave Drinking? 
All right, uh, Dave, what are you drinking, man? How's it going? And uh, welcome, uh, welcome back. Just one of my drinking talk out of Anchorage Brewing. Uh, one bottle. I like that bottle. Um, That's a sweet bottle. It's basically incarnation, so it's got. Yeah, there's a lot of firming into a new yeast of sorts. Man, I'm gonna have to pick one of those up. That's really cool looking. What what is that? It's a sour ale with a passion fruit guava and apricots. Oh, where did you get that? Is that nearby, or is that some no, special thing? That's that Alaska. You... <laughs> oh, so this is some special thing you got from your cellar. Yeah. Okay. okay. Man, that is a cool bottle, though. Yeah, it's got like a bunch of stars. It looks kind of like a, a, a like an Avengers poster, like a... kind of almost, well, but with more skulls. Yeah. More skulls. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. And it's got a moon on there. Speaking of fam- yeah, Frank Sinatra, you, you know, one little thing for him. Nice, nice. Beer for Frank. Oh, yeah. And then uh, you're drinking it in your uh, uh, carbon four glass, I see. Was that carbon four glass? No, it was a. Uh... Oh, God. It was an answer. The answer oh. out of Virginia was the Final Fantasy glass. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought I, thought I saw some hexagons on there. Magic, yeah, yeah, and then you got some Clairbrune you're drinking to wash water. it, wash it down. And uh, what about you, uh, Trevor? What have you been sipping on tonight? Well, I switched over to Miller High Life, my ever favorite. Uh, earlier, I was drinking some Big Wave, Big Wave, okay. Wave. What is I think that's a Kona Brewing Company, okay, okay, yeah. nice, nice, yeah. solid, hell yeah. What about you, John? You sipping on something tonight? Yeah, you know, I'm sipping on the classic Ice House Edge for the fuck boys. You know? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. It's cheap and it gets you there. Yep, that's the point. Fellas. That's that's the John promise. Coincidentally, <laughs> John's life motto as well. <laughs> gets you there. Cheap <laughs> and it gets you there. I promise. Hey, it's not a bad life motto, man. <laughs> Um, as for me, I'm, uh, I've been sipping on this, uh, Bacardi lime and soda real rum cocktail. Uh, we were talking a little bit before the, uh, uh, recording started again, about random like cocktails you can get in a can. And how is it? And, uh, I'm liking it. Uh, it's it's all right. It's like, uh, kind of like a rum and Coke with, uh, well, more like a rum and like tonic with uh, lime in it, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty good. It's kind of mild, you know, it's not too overpowering because I had the copper can in, uh, 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 side B episode one, uh, a little plug for that. Patreon.com slash flyover state park. If you want to, uh, uh, listen to side B $3 a month. Um, I know I said $5 a month before, but we changed it. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. The copper can is, uh, was really good. Uh, uh, and it was a mojito in a can. And uh, it got me pretty fucked up. Pretty How fast. many did you <laughs> copper cans did you enjoy? Uh, I had, uh, I think I had two of them that night, um, and uh, I had some of, I still had some of that uh, fuck COVID left, so mm. I had a couple of those. Uh, but tonight, uh, I'm going back to my old standard for the in betweens. I got my Hopalicious. so. Washing down the Bacardi with the Hopalicious, and it's been a pretty good mix. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm trying to get more into the the uh, the mixed canned drinks, just because I'm starting to miss uh, uh, having those every now and again at the bar. You know what I mean? So, gotta just make a cocktail at home. Yeah, I know, but they're Any never luck? they're never as good. They're just they're just. I'm just not good it's at making cocktails. The journey is half the battle. Yeah, I know, I know. I really need to to maybe watch some mixology videos and like figure it. I'll out. send you some good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get that that shaker thing with the holes in it, and then you pour it all out. Strainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get one of them if I really want to do this right. <laughs> I think Trevor is uh, turning back into the altered Trevor, beast right what before in the world our eyes. Are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> push it down, push it down, Trevor. Push it down, okay? We can't have you turn into Altered Beast on the Sinatra episode, okay? <laughs> gotcha. gotcha, my bad. Yeah, it's okay, it's okay. It was just starting to peak out a little bit, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's been What Is Dave Drinking? What is Dave Drinking? Madness! Oh, was it madness that he was drinking? Oh shit! Okay. Can I play with the madness? Next time I'll be Wait. more prepared. I'll have some. Wait, madness. what? Did, what was it you just said, John? Can I play? It was like some distant, distant like memory I had of a time long. I thought we keep the Bruce button. I remember now. <laughs> you gotta. Oh yeah, I, I always have Bruce in my left pocket, guys. You should know this by now. <laughs> All right. Uh, this next song is the one that we promised before the break. This is Under My Skin, and it is a jam. That's uh, just thanks you back to a simpler time. I think that's Trevor, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I think the altered beast just wants to express itself. Uh, it's getting uh, under his own skin in some way. It is under, it is literally under his skin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, we. Um, so, but this song is uh, a really important song, though, to Sinatra. This one, in particular, is like uh, uh, kind of an origin story, uh, if you want to call it that. But um, I'm just like gonna... got you this is like this is like Batman. Yes, it even has uh, uh, the Riddler, but in this case, it's Nelson Riddle. Um, oh, right. Some right, people, right, right. Some, his friends might have called him the Riddler. I don't know, um, but. Yeah, he, uh, uh, in 1946, he performed this in front of uh, Nelson Riddle and, uh, uh, like, you know, immediately, like, they connected on it. I think that Nelson Riddle might have actually helped uh, write this originally. Um, Yeah, yeah, it says here, written by Nelson Riddle and Cole Porter. So um, this was, like, a really, you know, popular tune that came out back in, like, uh, uh, 36 and uh, it was part of the reason that Frank Sinatra got together with uh, uh, Riddle and made the cool stuff they made so um, yeah yeah I like the story behind this song in particular I like to think that he's, he's singing about Nelson Riddle and not the, the, the like 
the love interest the of the witch. album. Well, Soon the to be love triangle. Yeah, yeah. This is clearly a love triangle with the the lady that he met in Monterey and yep. uh, uh, um, Nelson Riddle. That's what I'm saying. But um, yeah, that's why we chose the clip that we did though, because it is like a big uh, um, uh, instrumental moment, you know. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just... That was why we, we did the clip at the beginning and we did this because we really wanted to to show that both are just really big aspects of his career, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. not just that Frank Sinatra could croon you to sleep. Yeah. His, his music was pretty important to the whole thing as well. You know? Well, yeah, this was something but, that he was inspired by and then got to, like, do a great rendition of with the original mm-hmm. writer, which is, like, that's got to be pretty fucking cool. Um, that's important you know yeah um and you can really feel everyone like giving it their all like you can feel in the the instrumentals like that that they, everyone is just enjoying um what they're doing um yeah yeah i really enjoyed this tune just in general though um and i mean it is it is a popular tune this is definitely like one of the more popular tunes on the album you know what i mean um <laughs> And it really continues on the story as well, you know. He, he she, yeah. They're they're under his skin now. He, he's thinking about him. He's well, thinking about it. Yeah. And at this point, this is kind of when um, something a little bit of like wording from in the wee small hours comes back, because he says, um, "I would sacrifice anything, come what might, for the sake of having you near." in spite of a warning voice that comes in at night and repeats how it yells in my ear. So, um, you know, that's some of the stuff I think that he was talking about in the last album, like the kind of loneliness that kind of set upon him uh, uh, at nighttime when he was thinking about whoever was from the last album. Know what I mean? Yeah. Know what I mean? Guys? You feel I'm me? I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay. I know good. what you mean, Frank. Stepping smelling what you're stepping that's in. That's good. That's good. Because, um, uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's gotten under my skin with this album, you know. And uh, I'm, I'm glad, frankly. Frank Lee. I see what you did there. Dad jokes thank about. You, thank you. Um, but, yeah, anyone else uh, have any thoughts on this one, though? Uh, and I've, I've done a lot of talking for this this track. No, it's, it's, it seems like we've got all the uh, areas pretty covered here. The classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, for this next track, though, uh, we move on to another uh, song that mentions the moon, which is Frank Sinatra's favorite place. I do think that he, he maybe has a connection to that place. But this is I Thought About You. There were two or three cars parked under the stars, winding stream. Moon shining down on some little town with each beam the same. Yeah, yeah. So this is kind of like the kind of old school, you know, um, old, you know, lovers from like high school or something hanging out in the their parents pick up or whatever not 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 pick up pick up would be later i'm talking about like muscle cars and shit i, I don't know 
That's what I'm imagining is muscle cars and shit. Like some real, like... Beds of pickups trucks, though. Yeah, yeah, you know, there was probably some pickup trucks. You're right, you're right. Um, <laughs> but but in this case, it's, uh, it's, uh, the, you know, the kind of classic, like, you know, teenagers sitting under the stars kind of thing. Oh, um, it's a whole thing these days, especially, you know, that's, that's... Yeah, yeah. That's that's the whole. No, it's not. That doesn't adhere to social romantic fascination. Say what? It's not. It doesn't adhere to social distancing. You got to be careful. It doesn't. You're right. You're right. (laughs) That's Um, how you get lured in. Although I wasn't talking about current situation, Trevor. They are parked. You know, they are. You know, it's two or three cars parked. You know, different maybe spots. Hopefully, they're you know lookout points. Yeah, yeah. Make out point. Yes. Wait, make out point or look out point? This is kind of this is kind of Frank Sinatra trolling around like make out point, which is kind of uh, uh, questionable. But uh, you know, he's he's like watching all these teenagers making out. He's like, oh yeah, I remember all that. That's pretty cool. Those are good times. Good times. Make out point. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Lovers Lane. Lovers Lane. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it is, uh, you know, another typical kind of, kind of love song. Um, he's still, he's still into her. He's, you know, it's not, uh, like, I think the last song, like, because of that one, you know, like, so, like part about like, you know, voices getting in his head at night, like he's definitely starting to like think twice about the relationship maybe, but, uh. Not until making Whoopi. Making Whoopi is where he really makes his big departure. You know what I mean? <laughs> Been there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, is, that really it really ends the spell. Honestly, know? we we got to get closer to that. So this is the next track. We'll be together again. So um, this might even be. This is kind of probably the breakup track, right? I don't know. We'll be together again. Don't let temptation surround you Don't let the blues make you bad someday Oh yeah, this is that uh, real sultry, sexy tune It's like, it's like straight out of uh, In the Wee Small Hours, to be honest with you Yeah, yeah <clears throat> Yeah, this one really like uh, I don't know. Just it, it just made me it, it made me feel stuff, guys. Like really, it really I, makes you think. What what's he really thinking about now? You know? Yeah. What's he thinking about the relationship? Don't let the blues make you bad. <laughs> so he's like he's uh I don't know. It's weird because like. It seems like it's maybe a breakup tune, like we'll be together again, you know, one day. But like he's also kind of like lecturing her, like, "Hey, you know, don't let temptation surround you, and don't make let the blues make you bad." If you know what I mean, you know what I mean? Because I'm coming back. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be together again." So like, you know, don't get don't get too hung up on the world out there. Like, I'm coming back. But also, in case I don't, just chill out, man. Yeah, I mean, for now he's swinging. For now, he, he's swinging all over the place. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, that's uh, that's that that's uh, ap- you know the different life that he's chosen. Um, 
and he doesn't he doesn't actually I don't think he ever actually settles down with this this person. I think that he's uh just kind of um it's kind of ready to move on, maybe. Next honestly, step. honestly guys, I really just want to move on to making Whoopi because like who doesn't? You know what I mean? I so, mean that is that is the goal. This is making Whoopi. He's washing dishes and baby clothes. He's so ambitious. He even sews. But don't forget, folks, that's what you get, folks, for making whoopee. That's what you get for making whoopee, guys. That's what you get, kids. This is our PSA as the podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, I don't know why he decided to make this statement, but, uh, but he uh, did. He did. And boy, yeah. he made it right. Yeah. He did a good job. Yeah. Um, this, this is a real, like, uh, maybe outdated, uh, kind of idea for, um, making the, the cheeks. Well, not, well, this one, it's like really kind of deriding, like, Settling down and getting married and shit, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of oh, like, it's definitely a PSA for that, no question about that. <laughs> well, this, like, well, I, are we listening to the same song? I think so, yeah. <laughs> well, like, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. I'm not sure, I'm not sure when whoopee became the sexual term we know it to be, you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm really not no, sure. What, what do you mean? It means sex in this song. What are we talking about? So this is originally a 1928 song. Yeah, yeah, 1928. <laughs> the title refers to celebrating a marriage. And yeah. Making Whoopi because it used to be some intimate sexual relations. No, yeah, because no, it, didn't, it didn't become that till a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like swinging. Like swinging. It's the way he says it, though. That's what you get, folks. Well, making whoopee. Well, yeah, no, he, I, I he even says it. Listen, I'm sure, I'm sure that this song contributed to that song, that that phrase being turned into a sexual term. But I do think this song's more about marriage than actually fucking. Because, um, like, it, this song seems like you know he says he's watching, he's washing dishes with baby clothes. He's so ambitious no, and so You don't wash dishes right. unless you're trying to get fucked. And also well, And back then, especially like again, if you were though, if you were if in, you're married to her, that's why you're doing the dishes. Well, it was assumed it was assumed that if you were if this these things had already happened that you were already married. You know what I mean? That was already right. like, you know, the standard like all if you were living together, people assumed you were married. You know, um, that stuff's been know. challenged different, a lot different more. Different strokes for different folks, people. Yeah, yeah. And literally. Ah. Yeah, because ah. the thing is, like, this doesn't play like a anti-sex PSA at all. So I don't think no. he's cautioning you against having sex. I think he's cautioning you about settling down. He's the telling you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When you make okay. the baby. Yeah, All right, well, yeah. I mean, I, I can get behind that. If he's, know, if he's trying to warn you about settling down before it's too soon, I can get behind that. Yeah, yeah. I know I know, I know. know what you mean. It's making whoopee. It's the most ridiculous fucking thing 
<laughs> that we could have. Uh, so making what begins with a celebration of wedding, the honeymoon, and marital bliss, but moves on to babies and responsibilities, mm-hmm. and ultimately to the affairs and the possibility of divorce ending with a judge's advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds like so a, whole... a cautionary tale about uh, the things that you can face in in marriage. Not gonna lie, it sounds like a real boner. Real boner. Oh, boner. you mean you mean like the old ah! school term for boner, right? Yeah, like the actual term yes. for boner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're only using fifty terms, fifties terms in this I episode. Mean, so, I mean, what yeah. other terms would be using? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your rap scallion. Um, <laughs> but uh, by the way, uh, before we move on, I do I did forget something from the last track though. Um, we we found this part uh, that only me and production type people will be interested in, and uh, this is. Uh, I heard a point where Frank Sinatra is popping the P really, really loud, and you can kind of hear it. So here's parting. For parting. You guys hear it? For parting. Dude needs a. Dude needs a. He needs a screen, man. Dude needs a screen because his P's are going right through that mic. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> slicing through it. It's like he needs a spit, a, a, yeah. a spit thing. Spit yeah, guard. yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know, guys. It was. Just, that was just something that I noticed. Um, but uh, out there, kids. But I, I hate to do this, guys. But I'm going to take actually a quick break because I need to use the bathroom really badly, and we have several tracks left, and uh, I just don't want to hold it that long. Yeah, three so, left. I know it's three, but uh, I just, you know, it's going to be better once we on the I'd, other I'd end of this. this. All right, everyone go rock a piss. We'll be back in a few minutes. The Album Concept Hour. Welcome Don't back to the me. Album Concept Hour Side C. Um, this is uh, 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 the last part of Frank Sinatra's, um, uh, what is it, uh, Songs for Swingin' Lovers or Swingin' Songs for Lovers? I forget. It's one of those two. Songs for Swingin' Lovers. Songs for Swingin' Lovers. And uh, uh, they're not talking about uh, uh, swapping partners. They're talking about dancing. They're talking about music. It wasn't, uh, <laughs> this is before everything was, uh, this was before the 60s, I guess. Um, it's before it's everything was when, bastardized. Is, yeah, people got pretty freaky in the 60s. This is back when it's cold <laughs> outside was not a rainy song. <laughs> Were those things called key parties? Uh, yes, I believe they called them key parties. Yes. Um, and uh, you would grab a key and uh, find a new friend for the night. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. The stuff of penthouse forums, if you will. Um, <laughs> this Trevor, next... you know your, your hair looks to the, you know, the one side of your hair looks like from the, uh, the, the nightmare before Christmas. The little arc that, uh, that Jack, Jack stands on. Jack Black. I'm um, I... Jack Skelton. Jack Skelton. Yeah. I'm Jack sure Skelton. I don't know what you're talking about. I feel like my hair is normal right now. Yeah, uh, there might. It looks like there's maybe it's glorious. some. Looks like maybe there's some ears underneath that hair. I don't know. I can't quite is that tell. Better? Much, much better? better. Yeah, yeah. You're more like you're more nice like height. Vegeta pre Super Saiyan. You know what I mean? Uh, pre Super Insane. Um, this next song no, it's is not quite the heat in the air, you know? swinging down the lane. And he's uh, he's swinging down the lane. Swinging down the lane. The moon is on the way. Still, I'm waiting all 
Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. All like the years working the cigar shop, I remember like I love playing like Sinatra and Dean Martin and oh really was that something that, that would, jazz and was that something that come place up and I don't know just good relaxing music. Dude, Dave, we need to go to a uh, cigar bar once this is all over, man. Me and you. Done. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we've ever uh, gone to a cigar bar together, but uh, I think I've always wanted to. Did we you. ever go uh, before our games day once down at uh, Madero's? Because I know I've gone. Uh, you know what? Employees. I think I did go to one. I think I might have okay. gone to one with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, it seems like so long for the yeah. the world before this. <laughs> um, the before times. The before I times. In my year. Yeah, yeah. Before all the beasts and, and COVID. Remember live music? What live? They used to play that live. My God. <laughs> You remember That's being insane. able to hold hands with a person? I don't understand. I don't comprehend this. Remember, uh, remember putting uh, this is scaring uh, me, candles honestly. on a birthday cake and what? blowing over it, and that then seems, everybody else ate the cake. That seems unsanitary, honestly. Um, Do you remember that. shaking hands or kissing face. strangers? Why would you touch someone's hand? I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, what about like kissing, kissing strangers? strangers? I was a big fan of that. Did people used to touch one another? I don't know. It was a good time. Pictures of it. Um, I have people, seen pictures. People, people have kissed strangers, so I mean that's a thing. Oh well, yeah, there is the famous, of course, the picture of the the soldier kissing the the nurse person in New York. Yeah, you uh, know that was a setup. That was a setup shot. That was set up. That makes me yeah. feel a little better that knowing that it wasn't just like a, a dude just How picking that make a random. You feel better. Well, no, because I mean, like that's two strangers just macking out on. Well, dudes. no, but it seems it seems at first like the soldiers just like, hey, I just survived the war. All the ladies have to be into me, and then like just just kissing a lady. It makes me feel a little better knowing that it was a stage. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, all right, fair enough. But uh, yeah, no. Um, but I, I do have to point out though, this is he talks about the moon again in this fucking song. He brings up the moon again when the moon is on the rise, when baby. I'm so blue, is... watching the moon. Eyes. And uh, I'm just gonna say it. I think he's a moonanite. I know that I've been, I've been, I've been, uh, uh, you know, dicking around about that. But he, he's, I, I believe that Frank Sinatra. Is from the moon. Is straight from the moon. Hold on, Brad. When you said a moonanite, is that similar to a mennonite? Um, no, I think that's. Uh, I feel like that's uh, uh, some like kind of sky, Mormon thing. Mennonites just like the ground and earth and people. Yeah, yeah. The moonanites moon like uh, uh, the, you cannot dodge my quad laser. You know what I mean? That's a moon super night. cool. Yeah, no, that's super yeah, yeah. cool. That's super cool. But I think that I think that Frank Sinatra is a moonlight because he says "Fly me to the moon" in that one song. Like he's, I think he wants he's looking for a ride. Exactly, exactly. He's Would anyone looking just for fly me to this goddamn some... I'll make another song about. It, yeah, he yeah. Came down here, he crashed. Yeah, he needs a ride off the planet. And then uh, uh, at he some point, figured, he figured music was the best way to do it. Well, yeah, and then at some point, him and Elvis uh, uh, got into their space car and drove off. You know into the into the stars so hey man just like just like uh just like ben and black yeah you know elvis is dead right now nope, son he just went home 
uh, uh, what's up? What are, what are you showing me right now, Trevor? Oh, the obituaries. He's been flipping oh. through the obituaries, has he? Just uh, trying to see if any of uh, any of your victims maybe have uh, balls. Uh, now, yeah, I just, balls. now I just see balls. Okay, yep. okay. All yep. right, all right. Um, uh, uh, I, I, I think you have a little, a, a morbid fascination, uh, that's coming from something deep within. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, uh this song, uh, it does make me think though of like singing in the rain or something, you know, like in singing in the rain, they're like literally oh, just dancing and singing, Wait. walking down the street, you know? What's, what's singing in the rain? Oh, it's, uh, I think Fred Astaire, I want to say. Is the oh, main absolutely. dude? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there, there's and a lot of the, oh, a lot of uh, uh, umbrella action going on. In the rain. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, they were what's, singing what's while it was raining. An umbrella. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't pennies or anything, but it was it was raining something. And anyway, pennies. And I, I know I'd, I'd rather have dollars for sure. Yeah. Um, Great. But yeah, you know what? When you're swinging down the lane, though, uh, honestly, at this point in his life, I think anything goes. So <laughs> I think anything goes. Yeah, here's anything goes. Anything goes. Day in black's white today, and day's night today. When most guys today that women prize today are just silly gigolos. So though I'm not a great romancer. I like this Fuck song. those gigolo hoes. I really, I really enjoy this tune. This one, this one, um, this really reminds me more of the Frank Sinatra from the previous album, where he's like, what, like we were saying earlier, the the original fuckboy. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, uh, he's like uh, 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 saying basically, like, you know, all all the girls are into these like fucking gigolo guys that are better looking than me and uh you should just get with me even though i'm not good at romance you should get with me <laughs> just get with me he might have just been the yeah, first guy to send a you up text <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah yeah i think so i think he was definitely the kind that we might do that you know um but yeah, I just like that he uses the term gigolos, which is an old-timey term. And uh, he seems so, like, jealous the of The original this... American gigolo. Yeah, yeah. The original. Fuckboy, original gigolo, original... Uh, BDE? Original BDE. You know. BDE, goddammit. Isn't that funny to think that the original American fuckboys were suits? I know. You know, now now they're wearing you know you know you know pants down to their their arse cracks. I'm not sure what fuckboys look like. Back then, they they wore the suits. Yeah, I'm not sure what uh, what the current uh, uh, fuckboy uh, uh, you know fashion attire? layout attire. Yes, I don't know what that the attire is right now, but I think yeah. they're wearing clothes, Brad. They're wearing clothes. Oh, okay. But yeah, this well, is another one. Wearing clothes. This is another one by Cole Porter, though. Um, it, that's uh, if you didn't, if you don't know the name, that's uh, the person that did uh, helped write "Under My Skin." So um, this is another, you know, another one where he's, you know, kind of 
uh, calling out to someone that is one of the people he looks up to in uh, swing music and jazz music. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a nice, it's a, the, the next step of the album where he's kind of like getting into a new relationship and having trouble with the jealousy aspect of it and, uh, you know, having to garner the attention of women again, you know? Um, Man, that's always a challenge. Yeah. Cause like, you know, you, you, like in the beginning of this album, he's in a relationship, it seems he's like already like in the swing of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is like the first point I think in the album where he's like single and like trying to mingle, you know what I mean? Trying to get himself back up there for the people. He's trying to mingle, maybe, uh, maybe make some whoopee. You know, I know he just warned against that, but like, it seems like he's into that too. Um, yeah, some cheeks. It's a whole. It's a whole. It's out to clap some cheeks. Yeah, yeah, endless yeah. cycle. I do like though uh, this like moment here. He says, "Good authors too, who once knew better words, now only use four-letter words writing prose. Anything goes." And uh, I think he's maybe talking about swear words, you know, people being more crass. He's like, ah, I don't like, I don't, I don't like people using all these four-letter words. I don't like the profanities. Yeah, yeah. So well, he's, he probably did. He was just doing well, more I mean, eloquently. Yeah, best, yeah. The like, best words in the world start are four letters. I think that a good a good chunk of them are four letters. I think you're right, actually, but. Yeah, yeah. There's a this is a very old timey song. I think it's in and, and if it's by Cole Porter, I mean this goes back, bef- you know, even way before. Um, this predates the modern era. Yeah, this is probably again something from like the twenties, if I were to guess. Um, but yeah, I mean this this song this album though. I mean before we get to the the last track though, this album is considered um, one of the best uh, pop albums of all time. Oh um, no! Both of these, uh, this one and "In the Wee Small Hours," are both on uh, Time's best, like five hundred um, um, list yeah. of albums. You know, yeah. So it's yeah. definitely something that has secreted into the modern, uh, yeah, uh, you know, culture. Yeah, this yeah. definitely secured Sinatra's um, kind of legacy in uh, the the music uh, going forward. Because, like, I mean, yeah, he did the In the Wee Small Hours, and he had, you know, uh, Sinatra Mania before that. But, like, you know, this was definitely his, like, real second wind um, mm-hmm. for his life. Um, I, uh, You guys want to move on to the next track? How about you? Finish it up. Yeah. Here is How About You. Give me a thrill. Holding hands in the movie show when all the lights are low may not be new but i like it how about you nice that's a nice nice way to end it i think i like it how about you yeah yeah so simple yeah yeah um because we were saying uh before like before the listen through that like um this almost seems like a, a like attack on to the rest of the album. Almost like it seems like it almost ended uh, the last track um, with uh, "Anything Goes." But um, yeah, you know, though it's it's almost like a nice ending. 
because especially like with the clip that we picked, you know, it's, it's really like a, you just got through this whole tumultuous thing, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you know hey, yeah. he may be a hoe, but hey, he's moving on. And now <laughs> he's just, he's, he's having a nice time at the movie with this new chick and it's, it's going well. And you yeah, know what? That's yeah. what you look forward to when you're yeah. in that kind of situation. That's true. It does seem very, it does seem almost like uh, uh, simple. Like this could almost fit yeah. before the first track, you know? Maybe this, may, <laughs> maybe this well, will uh, keep on continuing on, you know? Well, yeah. the past is the past and there's no use in dwelling in it. Well, you know, I was going to say, I wanted to mention that, like, I think that this album is um, formatted also like a swing tune in like it's just it's the format of the whole album because like near the end of the album he swings into a new relationship before the album has closed so like much like with the music motif you know before the measure is done you're swinging into the next uh thing like he is swinging into the next thing so um i think I hope that's intentional because it it is it does seem to like tie it up in a nice bow that like this album is a swing album so like you know it's got to keep moving um, rather than being focused on just one uh, relationship you know anyway that's my thoughts that's my thoughts on on the uh, how this is constructed I guess um, but this one's by Burden Lane um, is another uh, person that wrote uh, looks to be another older guy. Um, and, uh, yeah, he mentions, this is the one we mentioned the Gershwin tune, which yeah. we, we mentioned earlier in the podcast. So, um, so he's done Gershwin tunes and he also wants to laud it with this episode or with this song as well. But yeah, a real simple tune though. Real simple way to, to end the album. It's a real great Sweet. way to end the, yeah. end the album, you know? Mm-hmm. Although I, I do feel like the last song was a more natural ending, but this is a this is a good way like this is like a like a good ending of rebirth kind of ending, you know? Yeah, there's yeah. there's some concept albums. You know, where... everybody goes through this whole beautiful thing, and then you know sometimes you have a, a bad ending, but well, like ELO, get, I remember with on. ELO's time, um, it was a similar kind of thing where, like, the second mm-hmm. to last track seemed to cap off the album, and then the next track seemed to almost start a new story. So, um, yeah, I think that's definitely like a, a something that some people go with with concept albums. It's like either you want to close it up in a nice bow, or you want to uh, leave it like a like a cliffhanger um, for people to think about. You know. Well, I mean, what was that Rush album that we did? Twenty one twelve. Twenty one twelve. Yeah. I mean, that super that super long beginning track, and then I mean, yeah. it completely switched tempo with the second half, uh, the B side or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 was a completely like different album uh, after that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was I remember that really throwing me for a loop. Um, that it was constructed that way, but yeah, because the first half is like a like one whole story, and then it's a there's all the fun there's a weed song. Listen yeah. to the Rush Twenty One Twelve episode, guys. Um, yeah. It was a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, Rush, fuck it. Yeah, if you're into, we we definitely got to do Rush again at some point here. Um, no, there's like there's like two or three albums we can do from Rush. Yeah, 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 for sure. 
Um, but uh, yeah, that's it. I think that's it for the Frank Sinatra, though, guys. Uh, we got through uh, uh, swinging songs for lovers, and uh, yeah, I, I hope that we have appeased the the people that have uh, been listening to the first Frank Sinatra episode. Hope you like this one, and uh, uh, yeah, let us know what you think uh, in in the uh, the feedback and Discord and all the things that we have out. But before oh, we shit. get out of here, happy happy holidays too. Oh yes, happy holidays, happy festivals, happy, happy holidays, happy, holidays. happy everything, happy holidays to you. But uh, before we get out of here, what was that, Dave? You looked like you were going to say something. I was going to say uh, happy beersmas. And happy beersmas, of course. Beersmas is and a promise. happy festivus for the rest of us. Um, but before we get out of here. Uh, we're going to go around and see uh, uh, what everyone's been listening to. So I'll go in the same order I did with drinking. What is Dave drinking? So Dave, what have you been listening to? Uh, I know I mentioned before, but still Beastie Boys, a lot, a lot of Beastie Boys. Like, never a bad choice. I think I'm never getting, a bad like, choice. Uh, getting close to actually probably my favorite group in general almost. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, through a group doing a playlist, I made a just having kind of like a, a shitty last few weeks, I made this overly sort of kind of aggressive album, and it started off with a uh, time of living with BC Boys. As I heard, I'm like, I want this, I want a lot of this energy. So mm-hmm. I threw mm-hmm. in like Black Flag, Bad nice. Brain, Circle Jerks, Dead Kennedys, just a lot of just fun, just <laughs> yeah, 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 just <laughs> high just, energy, high octane kind of. And I've, I've listened to it the last two or three times going grocery shopping, just walking through. I'm like, I just need this to just get through this right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Like sometimes, like a really good playlist can make a difference, man. I used to have my my positive positivity playlist oh, yeah. that I had at ACD that was just like all of the happiest songs I could think of. Um, it's probably still there somewhere, honestly. Um, <laughs> buried in, there, in the Sonos somewhere. Yeah, yeah, in the Sonos. Um, all right, nice, nice. Uh, what about you, uh, uh, Trevor? What have you been jamming on recently? Shoot, I mean, I've been listening to a bunch of stuff, but um, mostly I've actually been listening to Duke Ellington and John Coltrane's album they did together. Um, what else? Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Been pretty solid. Um, also, I've been listening to uh, what is it, the Sound Machine by the Gorillas? Okay. Which I have been. Uh, that's the new thing they did. You oh, Gorillas! Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you, you suggested the last time that I was on, and I mean, they did a really good job with this. Uh, I, I don't They're know if you would good, call right? it an album. Yeah, it's it's a kind of uh, it's a bunch of singles. Kind of. That's that's why I was like, I don't know if you would call it an album, but I mean, they yeah. did a really good job. They get, yeah, they 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 put Real a lot of attention into every in particular like music video and song. So yep, and then yeah. the Pink Phantom with like Elton John, and then you have Dead Butterflies. You have yeah. so many other good hits yeah. from this, and mm-hmm. I was it, it reminded me of like old Gorilla stuff that they were doing from like say Demon Days and stuff. Um, yeah, I did. I, thought, I got that vibe from a few tracks. I thought yeah. it was so good, though, and I've been listening to a lot of that, though. Definitely, yeah, I I, I agree. Um, definitely check out um uh, the song machine from the Gorillas. Like, if you, you know, if you're just a Gorillas fan in general, like it's just some good Gorillas material. 
really um, is just yeah. solid quality. Yeah. What about you, John? What have you been uh, jamming on recently? Well, it is the Christmas time of year, so I'm going to put That's out true. a PSA about listening to Christmas music. That's true. Get 25 days of it. Yep. That's really yep. all you. That's all you need. You get 25 yep. days of continuous Christmas you got, music, and just you got four to days it. left, and, uh, people. You got four days watch left. The, uh, watch the Rankin and Bass movies always. Yeah. Okay. And okay. your other classic Christmas tunes. Otherwise, yes. Yes. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of MGMT at work. MGMT radio. Yeah, you've been on a real on MGMT kick. Station. Yeah, yeah. So nice. you know, getting the electronica stuff in there is always is always good. Yeah, yeah. Some so feel good. good. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's and a lot of it's uh, real good, like uh, you know, good slow music. Uh, that's yeah. What we listen to on uh, Sundays, me and Robert. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, well, as for me, I've been listening to uh, uh, Dave. Have you heard of this uh, two minutes to late night thing? I'm gonna have to show. I, I, I'm gonna send you a video. Uh, two minutes to late night though is this guy. It's a uh, a heavy metal themed um, like. Apparently, there's a talk show, but like he they, they create these music videos uh, by Jordan Olds and Drew Kaufman. And um, they get musicians from all sorts of metal bands, so like High on Fire, Baroness. Um, they've had people from Anthrax, Minus the Bear, Deaf Heaven, all sorts of metal groups. And they get together one member of each of these bands, and they do covers of old classic rock songs. I did see one. Okay, I was going to say, it you had to have seen maybe saw, one of them. I saw a punk one. Yeah, the and the 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 lead the lead guy uh, has like kiss makeup and then like a suit, so um, yeah, it's just I've just been watching all these uh, two minutes to late night videos because they're just fantastic uh, metal covers of classic rock songs. Just check them out. Um, and uh, as far as my plugs, I have. Uh, the dark, uh, uh, or sorry, Travelers, a dark podcast, uh, is still out. And, uh, oh, of course, dude, we have a friggin' Patreon. Um, we, we finally started Patreon and, uh, we are going to be launching, uh, the first episode should be up actually of side B where we're going to be talking about Sufjan Stevens is, uh, Michigan. We're going to try to complete the 50 States project on side B and it is uh, $3 a month at patreon.com slash flyoverstatepark. And uh, we will also be releasing, um, you know, uh, different uh, uh, B-side material that uh, didn't quite make the episodes. I'm going to be making some behind-the-scenes stuff for you all. So please check out the Patreon. If you love what we're doing right now, uh, me uh, uh, and a few different co-hosts, Reese and Nate, are going to be covering um, all the 50 states one by one. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate anything that you throw our way. Um, but, yeah, that's that, That's it for me, though. Um, uh, thanks, everyone, for being on the podcast. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And, uh, yeah, um, I guess we will see you on Side B. Thanks for listening. The Album Concept Hour is Brad LeBaron, Dave Gallagher, John Aker, and Scott Wesley. Special thanks to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard for the theme music. Please like us on Facebook or friend us on Twitter or MySpace and let us know what concept album you would like to hear on the podcast. See you on Side B.
State Park, you are clear to land.